0: You ready? Two garbage casts in a single month. Let's go!
1: Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. If you really want to see something trashy, look at this.
2: Throw it in the trash.
0: All right, it's your boy, the MMD, here with his favorite beverage. Oh, I should be careful with that. This time I'm drinking a Blue Menu sparkling water. So, recently it came to my attention that we hadn't done a Garbage Cast Conversations in a long time. And I think the clip went a little something
1: like this. And that was sort of the, um, the basis of the Garbage Cast Conversation. Hello to MMD, who is out here, um, who bemoaned the fact the other day that we are no longer doing the Garbage Cast Conversation. And, and, you know, I was thinking about that. It was very hard to come up with topics, and, and I'm very off the cuff. I'm on the fly. I'm on the fly. I'm like a fly guy. Uh, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not great with pre planning and structure. So typically when we would have a garbage cast conversation, I would just end up going off the rails anyway. It would kind of start off with that topic, and then it would just go off the rails. I don't know how to fix that. It seemed like we got to the point where we kind of struggled with topics, and we sort of repeated some topics. And it just got, you know, something about the spontaneity was not there, and it kind of killed the momentum of the podcast, so I, don't, I don't know how to bring that back up because, you know, it should work. It should work because, you know, like these other podcasts, typically we do have a topic. We come in with a topic. It's okay if we go off the rails. But it's a two-sided conversation as opposed to there being a, um, you know, two audio clips and two monologues the garbage cast monologues would be more appropriate because they were monologues. I just, I don't know what I was doing there. I just pushed the pedal down way too far. It still didn't give me a whole lot of speed, but I did push the pedal down. So I don't know, you know, I I miss the idea of doing the garbage cast conversations, uh, but I have not been able to figure out a way to successfully keep them... At the high quality that you people deserve. So, I, d- I don't know how we fix that. I think we gotta blow it up and we do something completely different. Or, I think that we establish some rules and expand it a little bit to where it's not just two people. What if you had four or five people and you said, well, here's a topic. And you produced a background track to record with. Or you just said, okay, time it to where it's only five minutes. And then MMD in the background put together something that would ping at the end of five minutes and you knew. And and let's say you could go over... Uh, 15 seconds. So you have a little fudge room for your your goodbye, you know, your uh, putting it all together, putting the bow on it. So you had five, 5 minutes, 15 seconds. And let's say you could have two or three different opinions and, 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 the, and MMD's monologue on the same topic. And you just sort of expanded it out. Now, is that too much work, though, for any podcaster to have to, you know, to organize three or four people to turn in clips in a timely manner... Probably fairly difficult We could also Say okay we're going to listen To like uh, five or ten Minutes of an interview with somebody And something we could Play legally you know And uh, play That interview and then give our Thoughts on the topic that person is Discussing because I know I've heard in the garbage cast conversation Some interesting or the garbage cast As a whole some interesting stuff like about MC Hammer and other folks that I did not know before, you know. So, I don't know, but that sounds like work, also. It's, 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 I wouldn't say it's easy to go out and just push record, it's not, it's not easy to sit here and just spout off for five, ten, twenty minutes. You just have to get comfortable to the point where all of the negativity flows out of your brain, and, and you have to really understand that if people are going to listen to this great, if they're not great. I get it. And not sit here and burden yourself with, wow, I don't want to put this on somebody. I don't want to make another commitment on somebody. Because we all know how valuable time is. And and yes, sometimes it, even in, in this very podcast, I feel like, wow, I don't want to go into so-and-so because I don't want to waste somebody.
0: I'm going to cut you off right there up in the spring. I think you mentioned a lot of good things. We've had some difficulties with the garbage cast conversations, but I don't think rules are the way to go. Rules and formats have never been something that uh, appealed to me. Basically, the more you try to structure things, the more you try and put like formats and, and ways... To do things together. Um, It will work for a while. But then eventually. uh, My own. Laziness. And. uh, My. Inability to. Keep to structure. Kind of. uh, Gets in my own way. So. I thought about this. And I thought about. What I could do to fix the Garbage Cast Conversations situation. And I was like, well, what if I appeal to the Garbage Cast listeners? Uh, What content could I generate? Because the the idea in my mind was to get user or listener-generated content that would put an onus on me to do something with it. As long as there was stuff coming in to the garbage cast, um, that would force me to do something about it. So I went to the Discord. I put out a call for submissions. And basically... The way it works is if you send in content to maharajamacdaddy at gmail.com for the intent of use in the Garbage Cast, if I use it on the show, I will send you a Garbage Cast mug. I will spend my own money, and I will also, of course... I spend time making said mugs and I will, as long as you send me a mailing address, I can't just magically ship you mugs to nothing or to nowhere. Um, I will send you out a garbage cast mug because you're making yourself a part of the garbage cast. So I want to show you a little token of appreciation and hence the mug. So I've already gotten quite a bit of, of content from uh, Groove or Stephanie from Heartburn Honey's podcast. Uh, I got three clips, so two of them are wine reviews, and one of them is a wine recipe based on some of the reviewed wine. So you already have a pretty uh, solid threshold. To, to meet and uh, surpass if you want one of these beautiful Garbage Cast mugs. So, let's get into the first wine review um, of Barefoot Wines here on the Garbage Cast.
3: Good evening, everyone. It's Heavy D here, a.k.a. Stephanie. Stephanie doing a little Heartburn Honeys cameo. So Damien asked me if I would review some bad wine and I said yes because um, I like to agree to things without asking questions. And the first wine that Damien sent me was Barefoot Pink Moscato. Now this is a California wine. Barefoot is a very ubiquitous brand. You can find this wine anywhere. I found this at my local grocery store and I gotta tell you I was embarrassed to buy it because when I placed my order I was just buying all crappy wine and I didn't buy any food. I just bought alcohol and uh, it's a little embarrassed to go pick it up. And I also feel like I'm cheating a little with this one because I've had this before And uh, I did not care for it at the time. I wanna say I had this about 10 years ago and I thought, oh my God, this is the sweetest thing I've ever drank. But I told Damien I'd do it and um, I am honoring my commitment. So he specifically wanted to know if this would be good wine for cooking. I have an answer to that, but we're gonna give it a taste test first. So I have poured this wine into my Brent and Brandy wedding wine glass that we got as a party favor and um, from the one wine tasting I've attended in my life I can tell you from swirling it around it does not have legs. The legs are when the wine sticks to the glass and then sort of dribbles down it and supposedly the thicker and fatter the dribbles are the higher the alcohol content. So I'm gonna guess without looking at the label that this is extremely sweet, lots of sugar, Low alcohol, it's a recipe for a headache. This actually smells pretty good. It smells like the white Zinfandel stuff that my grandma and my aunt Kathy love so much and uh, that I will occasionally drink with them on Thanksgiving. It's, it's, uh, it smells like fruit. It's very sweet. Oh, yeah, that's, Give it another sip. That is like getting punched in the mouth with like strawberries and peaches and just like a hint almost like a cough syrup taste to it and I don't know if that's because of the thickness of the wine. So let's take a look at this label. Oh, it does say it's juicy. Juicy and refreshing wine with ripe nectarine aromas. I did not get that. Uh, Raspberry, pomegranate, and citrus. I could see the citrus. Uh, What kind of alcohol content are we looking at on this bottle of wine here? Hmm. That's odd. I don't think it tells me that. That's, uh... That in and of itself is troubling. So I'm just not gonna drink too much of it uh, because I don't really care for it. So I went into this knowing that I wasn't gonna wanna drink more than half a glass of it. And so I did Google if anyone else used this wine for cooking. Because to me, this might be a wine that I would mix with something to make it less sweet. So like a club soda, maybe make a spritzer out of it. Or maybe I would use it to make like a syrup to put on fruit. But I found a recipe for pan seared chicken and mushrooms. And uh, you could probably just Google it, Google barefoot pink Moscato and then cooking. And uh, I guess the the sugar content, it caramelizes really nicely in a pan and complements the uh, like the deep flavor of the mushrooms. So I'm probably gonna make that with the rest of this bottle. So if you like really sweet wines, you'd probably love this. Um, I do know someone who, this is his favorite wine, Godspeed to him. I hope it doesn't kill him. Um, if you if you don't like real sugary drinks, if you if you're not a big fan of, of sweets, this would not be the wine for you. So I'm gonna give this 2 out of 10 strawberries. I, I'll certainly not waste it. I'll find a way to use it, but it's not something that I would like just buy to, to drink in the bathtub. Cheers everyone!
0: My favorite part of this wine review is the fact that it got a woo. Um, It doesn't sound like this wine is good at all. But here in the Garbage Cast, we're all about culture and etiquette. So it would be rude if I didn't play this subsequent wine review. Here, on the Garbage Cast.
3: Hi, Damian. It's so the Honey's here. Yes. Stephanie and Jason.
2: We're both here.
3: So, you had asked me to review a Barefoot Spritzer, and they did not have the flavor that you wanted, the sweet Moscato, but the clerk substituted Summer Red for us, so that's what we're going to try. And... Before we start, I want you to know that Jason thought that I was just randomly reviewing alcohol, and we had a moment in the store where I was like, do you think that this would be what I would choose to review? (laughs) So, uh, as punishment, Jason gets to uh, try this with me. He's not a big wine drinker, and so I thought it would be a good test Mm -hmm. for someone who doesn't usually drink wine to try it. So, Um,
2: You could take the word Big out of that statement, and it's exactly (laughs) true. I am not a wine drinker at all. So, alright. You. (laughs) I'm drinking something else that if you tune to uh, Heartburn Honeys, uh, you'll find out what I'm drinking.
3: Well, the Summer Red Spritzer. It says it's a wine based spritzer. Which is ominous. And it says it's got aromas of raspberry and apricot. I'm smelling it. I mostly just smell the can. Like that can smell. Man. Yeah. You take the first sip.
2: Oh, I get to take the oh, first sip. Oh, yeah, uh... yeah. It.
3: <laughs> the mouth noises you made with it were... a bad sign.
2: It it, it (laughs) tastes like a strawberry or raspberry soda pop.
3: I hate that I kind of like this. You know what this reminds me of? It's like a carbonated Capri Sun. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh I definitely taste raspberry and apricot. That strongly has a flavor of apricot. This is delicious. (laughs) I thought I was gonna hate this. (laughs) Yeah, this is like drinking a uh, like a snow cone, which you wouldn't think I'd like, but oddly... <laughs> let
2: me, let me, I think it's let me, the
3: carbonation that, that keeps mm-hmm. it from being cloying. Right. And I love raspberries and apricots, and I think that's working in its favor.
2: Yeah, it really, it does not taste like... like it
3: doesn't taste like wine.
2: It doesn't taste like wine. Like I said, it tastes like um, just a... It tastes like soda pop.
3: Yeah, it, this is good.
2: This this is something that um. So I I watched this tech channel on YouTube, uh, called Big Clive. Well, his brother is. A uh, bourbon aficionado or a Scotch, you know, single malt aficionado, and all of this falls like this stuff here falls under the category of alka pop. So that, that is what I would call this, is an Alka Pop.
3: I'm struggling to think of why I don't like Smirnoff Ice, but I like this. And I think this has a more full flavor. It's sweet, but it's not like, I don't know, the, the fruit flavors in it are almost natural. <laughs> and I like the fizziness. Again, I, I think that fizziness covers up a lot for me. Like, mm-hmm. I would probably drink anything if it was fizzy. That's shameful to admit, but this is this is good, and I can't imagine that the other flavors I mean, wouldn't be just as good.
2: Fizziness covers up a lot of sins in, in drinks.
3: Oh yeah, I mean, if you've ever drank like a flat Coke, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And this is a good pairing with, um, we're having like a summer picnic style foods here, and so it sort of fits in with what we're having for dinner, and I think that's part of it. Like, I don't know that I would sit and drink this on its own. But with the dinner, mm-hmm. it's good. I'm gonna finish the rest of those cans. I mean, not like right now, but
2: oh darn! Oh, that so, would be
3: a different recording.
2: Wow, wow! Is this this is my first? This is my first time on the Garbage Cast. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel like out of place. I'm, I'm just gonna stand over here and like not touch anything.
3: Well, thank you for being a guest on this segment. That, oh, uh, where I pretend to know shit about wine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and I still don't know shit about wine. So. You don't
3: need to know much about wine. I guess knowing stuff about wine helps you know what to buy and what to avoid buying. Mm-hmm. But like anything, it doesn't matter if it's considered good or bad. If you like it, mm-hmm. then it's good. And if you don't like it, then it's bad. I mean, you could probably drink a fancy expensive bottle of wine and find out that you hate it you Mm -hmm. would because you don't like you don't usually drink wine but this cheap thing that I got for $5 you didn't think was bad so
2: so a long time ago that's a victory I was at a party and somebody offered me a a glass of wine being nice I tried it you know I, I I tried it and I'm like Meh, nah, tastes like lighter fluid. This woman got so offended that I said that.
3: Well, you probably shouldn't have said that to the hostess of the party. No,
2: it wasn't the host. It wasn't the hostess. Uh, the person that offered me the wine was it, one a wine snob. You know, like, this this cost sixty four dollars a bottle. I'm like, well, I don't drink wine. So well, right,
3: but see. <laughs> I mean, wrong in saying that you didn't like it but maybe you shouldn't have said you don't like it at the party to her face. You could have just said... I was young
2: young and immature. Not
3: for me. I think, too, that there's a theme. Those of you who grew up Catholic, drinking wine is communion. Mm -hmm. You don't like it as adults Mm -hmm. because you associate it with that.
2: It's not even that. I just, yeah, don't like it.
3: Well, this is very popular...
2: I don't know oh, what yeah, it, right. I don't I don't know what it is, but you know I'm I'm just not a wine I'm not a big wine fan. Oh yeah,
3: like and a lot of people aren't beer fans.
2: <laughs> but yeah, if you go over to Heartburn Honeys, you could hear me review um, a beer, but I won't tell you what it is here.
3: No, you have to pay for that.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Join my Patreon.
3: Well, we've got some more. Um, then by we I mean me uh, wine tastings, and then I'm gonna do a wine cooking experiment coming up mm. so um, look forward to those sometime
2: mm. in the
3: undefinable future cheers everyone
2: cheers
0: so now is about the time I play a song with Barefoot increasing their support uh, for Pride and LGBT. Hold on. LGBT. I knew there was a T in there. L-G-B-T-Q. uh, Lifestyle, community. uh, I don't want to say group. Uh, I thought of my new fascination, which is Sylvester. And luckily enough, there's a song that ties into... Wine, the kind of classy wine we talk about on the Garbage Cast, wine from a box. So here is Rock the Box by Sylvester.
2: Bronx, y'all better keep the music popping, rock your box.
0: That was Sylvester's "Rock the Box." So, unfortunately, we're almost at the end of this garbage cast, collaborative conversation. See what I did there? I didn't really see. That's what happens when you rock the box. So, let's get down to what you all wanted to hear. Some sort of attempt. To fully utilize this garbage wine here is Heavy D with a recipe for Moscato Chicken here on the Garbage Cast
3: Hi everyone it's Heavy D back with my guest segment on the Garbage Cast where I pretend to know shit about wine which spoiler alert I don't So a little bit ago, I had reviewed Barefoot Pink Moscato. Uh, Did not care for it, but it's very popular wine. A lot of people do, so I'm clearly in the wrong. And I was left with most of a bottle that I personally didn't wanna drink. And I don't wanna transport an open bottle because in Ohio, you can get a ticket for even having an open bottle in your car. So, found a recipe. Damien had asked if he thought if I thought that the wine would be good to cook with. And I found this recipe online for pan-seared or pan-fried chicken breasts with garlic and mushrooms in a pink Moscato sauce. So that's what I made. And the recipe was pretty easy. I breaded and pan-fried some chicken breasts, cut them up because I like my food to be in bite sizes so I can shovel it in. And then you brown up some garlic and onion and, mushrooms, and then you pour in wine, and it's a good glug of wine. It's almost a full cup of wine. Cook the crap out of that, add some heavy cream. I don't have that. I mixed uh, lactose-free milk and a tiny bit of butter to like up that fat content. And then uh, salt and pepper, you put in some green herbs, so parsley and basil, and then you toss the chicken back into it and sort of keep it warm in the pot until it thickens up real nice until you're ready to serve it and then you can serve it over whatever you want so I happen to have some leftover rigatoni and uh, I love to use up leftovers so that is what I'm eating this chicken over and we're gonna give it a try it's still steaming hot that's very good Um, You know I gotta say? I don't really taste much of the Moscato. It does add a sweetness to the chicken. I'm gonna have another bite. Maybe get some mushroom in it. Cause the mushroom cooked the longest in the wine. Okay, yeah. I mean, if I didn't know I'd made it with Moscato, I would just think, oh, that's got a sweetness to it. I wouldn't necessarily know that it was moscato going into it, but that's delicious, um, super customizable. You could put really whatever you want into it. And so I think I'll be able to finish the rest of this bottle um, without actually having to drink it. And my, my dinner pairing tonight to serve with my moscato chicken and mushrooms is a glass of tap water from Lake Erie. So. I was wrong. This is a fine wine to cook with. If you like a deeper wine flavor, I would not use this wine. But if you're new to cooking with wine and you're not sure if you'd like the flavor or not, this is probably fine. Plus, as I said, it's super popular. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean that you will. Cheers, everybody.
0: So, you know what they say about wine. One glass. Two glass. Two glass. Three glass. Floor. So here is Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Kids edition, or kids version. Here, on the Garbage Class to close out.
1: Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 <laughs>
2: Something's got to give. Something's got the gill Yeah Let the body the floor Let the body hit the floor Let the body hit the floor Let the body sit the floor Let the body sit the floor Let the body sit the floor Let the body hit the floor Let the body hit the floor Let the body sit the floor Let the body shut the floor
0: All right, it's been a hell of a garbage cast. We've got wine reviews, we got wine recipes, and to be honest, that actually made me kind of hungry. So I'm going to wrap this up and get something to eat. I've been the MMD, and this has been another garbage cast. Another one is in the can. Dump it.